Today's Valentine's Day. We didn't even talk about it because who cares? Who gives a fuck? It's made up. It doesn't even exist. I tell people I love them every goddamn day, and I hope you do too. Um, hello. How's it going? It's good. I did not. You know what's happening with me? I'm sure you're going to tell me. You can (laughs) see what's happening. The front of my eyebrows and the ends of my eyebrows are like gray hairs now. Uh So now on this Zoom, you can't see them. And so like in addition to having been like a 90s person who over tweezed my eyebrows, now my eyebrows look really short because you can only see the part that's still like dark brown. And I have like little Hitler mustaches of (laughs) eyebrows. Well, you have to dye them. I mean, I usually fill them in with eyebrow pencil, but I didn't this morning because I was running late because my computer restarted. Um, But you can just dye them. That's what I do. I dye my eyebrows. You know that. I know. Most I people feel know like that. you know that I'm going to do it myself. I, have, I think you can. I've done it myself like most of the time now I do it myself. In well, if anyone has a recommendation for an eyebrow dye that doesn't pull too warm of a color because I have very cool toned hair and there's nothing worse than when you think you're dyeing your hair or your eyebrows like brown and it comes out auburn. Like what is the what is There's, the obsession in the dye world with making things red? I think it's just like the color is a color that grabs a lot, and so it's like yeah. put in to make things dark. Yeah, um, but there's a real there's really I'll just send you the things. They it's <laughs> it's very easy, and you can kind of just like you don't need to go super dark. Like I do really dark. Yeah, but if you're not doing it super super dark. I mean, my eyebrows are, like, almost black, which is weird. Like, they're, you know. Uh Uh-huh. My mom had black hair, and I have dark eyebrows like her. But um, it's it's a bummer because always my main complaint about my eyebrows is that I had so much eyebrows. So, like, that's one thing that I get complimented on a lot is, like, your eyebrows are so good— which is like, you know, not to toot my own horn, but a lot of people are like, your eyebrows look great. And it's because really early on, I did a lot of work on learning how to do eyebrows because I just had so much, like just a full band of hair across my face. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, but then you overplucked them. Yeah. And so, you from know. Being from the 90s. Yeah. And then I went from having like way too much eyebrows that I could like carve into and make something that looked decent to now like they're thin in some spots. And then also I also weird, just think like, that's part of what it is. But you can use I mean, you can use that. St- there's like serums and stuff. But then I would just use there's um there's like a kit. You can, I mean, you just order it. On, I mean, it's just like Amazon. It just comes to your house. It's like, honestly, because when I, during the pandemic, I started doing it. And like, yeah, there's like a little bit of trial and error, like everything. But you do, I mean, I don't know. I'm not that, I have to be honest. I'm not that concerned about you. (laughs) You do your, I mean, you know, you like do your own hair. Like I just, you'll be fine. It'll be fine. But they do look like insane right now. Like I have like, my eyebrow is like maybe two thirds of the length it should be. Like, look where it starts. Like, it's supposed to start here, and it goes. I'm not. It, it's weird. I, would I don't fill it in. I know, but I also don't. I don't know. I don't even really think it looks that 
I don't think it looks great. I don't think it looks terrible. <laughs> I think you're being really hard on yourself. Maybe you're just feeling like weird, but it does not. It does not look that weird to me. I'm, I'm telling you for real. I would tell you if it's like, yeah, I see it. I don't even really. It looks. That's oh. nice of you. But maybe you just didn't get a chance to do your, you know, thing. And so then you're feeling weird. That happens too. Um, <laughs> you know, like if you like. <sighs> it's like when you forget to put on earrings, you know. And do you you're know just that? Like, I don't know if they're advertising today. But you know that Thrive Cosmetics. I just looked it up. They have like a instant brow fix. Um, semi-permanent. Semi-permanent. Yes, yeah. Yeah, eyebrow gel. and I I love that product, and I've used that product, and also as I've said many times in the ad, this is how much we love Thrive Co- Cosmetics. We don't even know if they're advertising today. This is what I'm saying, but we're just yeah. talking about them anyway. But I've also used the brown mascara, which is a really nice brown color, and I have no complaints about. Um, I've also used that in a pinch to fill in my eyebrows when I haven't had time to. Um, to do it with a pencil. And I've used their eyeliner to fill in my eyebrows too. Because I'm all about products that can do multiple duty, especially when I'm traveling somewhere because I love to just throw like two things in my bag and just go with that and not bring a whole suite of products. I just got this thing from Charlotte Tilbury that is in my purse right now that I love that's like this little, it looks like an old-timey like cigarette case kind of thing that you would you you know like if if you were like mm-hmm. a fancy lady who like put your little your mini cigarettes in a little case <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about yeah. like a little tiny case and inside of it it's just like these three wands and one's a highlighter and one is for lips and cheeks and one is for um eyes like a darker like for eyeshadow kind of thing yeah yeah and I've been just I just threw it in my purse and because I always forget to pack makeup when I'm traveling. Yeah. And when and when I was in LA last, I used it and I thought it worked really great. And I love things like that. I love it when it's just like, yeah, like when it's easy and it's a product that can do like multiple different things. Well, I just looked it up. There are so many places you can just... I just like the one I use is a particular brand, but like there are so many in like on... L.com, Birdie Beauty, like all these different places they have like eyebrow gel, eyebrow, not gel, but like eyebrow um, dye. I have like a kit, you know? I know the brand Refectasil, I believe is like European and people really are into that. I've used it to dye my eyelashes before because my eyelashes are like half blonde and half brown, like the tips are blonde. Yeah, mine are very blonde. Yeah, but who, you know, who can question our creator when he's like, I'm going to make this brown hair, brown eyed girl, give her hairy legs. But were you always, were you always, did you, no, you were, when you were a baby, you had blonde hair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, but that's the same with me. I don't know why, I don't know why it is, but it is the way that it is. Just going to make those blonde tips. My um, eyelashes are like Justin Timberlake's uh, hair. Heavily frosted tips. Um, Speaking of frosted tips, uh, we should talk about the garage sale because it reminds me of one of the subplots in a Babysitter's Club book that I love where (laughs) 
um, Mallory tries to use sun in when they go to California with Stacy, and she try and she goes to the Max Factor Museum, which no longer exists. R.I.P. Um, but it was actually incredible, the Max Factor Museum. Oh my gosh! I used, used to work to be, with his great great granddaughter. Of course, you did, Robin Factor. Um, but it was on uh, it was on Highland, like sort of around the corner from the Ripley's. Believe it or not museum like where that is now but anyway back to babysitter's club bbc <laughs> um mallory goes and is like decides she wants to be like a blonde bombshell after touring the max factor museum yeah um except she's like obviously like can't dye her hair blonde bleach her hair so she buys like two giant bottles of sun in and then is like convinced i think is it a super special i don't know it's one of the it might be a super special when they go to california you guys will let me know, I'm sure. Um, and then she <laughs> and then she uh, uses the sun in and it like has horrific, it like turns her hair bright orange and does not work at all. And she does not have the, the bombshell Max Factor dream that she had oh my dreamed God. of. But it made me laugh because, oh, Mallory. Oh, Mallory. It's also giving me Brady Bunch vibes. Remember when Greg Brady put that stuff in his hair and it turned him orange. No, but you really do have to be careful. It will. G- Listen, it's easier than you think to turn your hair orange. 100%. 100%. Kate, when we were in high school, um, like bleached her hair and dyed it like fire engine red, which was so yeah. rad. But then the color that was like less desirable was mac and cheese. <laughs> orange when it like washed out a bit and she was just yeah. like I don't know what to do I guess I just have this color hair for a bit I'm like yeah um but anyway the sale was such a hit Casey came out thank you to all of the people listening here who showed up and said hi and shared with us like what the pod has meant to them in various ways but also people were just like I love the pod and I'm just here to get a Babysitter's Club book, so <laughs> nice to see you. Can I <laughs> bye? Um, but it was so great, and uh, we're gonna put a bunch of clothes. We're gonna do like an online thing. Uh, Liz Wolf is helping me with that, and then Case, I know you just did your big closet swap, but uh, you know, of course, if you have any clothes that you wanted to put on the online sale thing we could do that too because then it would be yeah you know it's interesting like I think I should take a look because I think you know in this I'll be interested to hear from you in a couple months because I thought that I was really ruthless when I went through my closets but I have to be honest like now that I've been living with what I thought I couldn't live without Mm -hmm. there probably are yeah yeah there probably are a few more things and also like I think I have a new attitude about like Wanting to pass stuff along to someone who might use it. Like, I'm a big clothing lender. I'm sure you are, too. Um, But I never, you know, I never had a sister, like, always uh, taking my things (laughs) when I was growing up. I did have a sister, but I didn't have one that was always taking my things. Yeah. So So. I think like, I think that results in being like the kind of person that almost wants to lend things out. So I'm always like, whenever I have friends coming from New York who are like, I'm coming to the Emmy Awards, but my gown is strapless and whatever. I'm like, oh my gosh, come go through my closet, find something you can wear to stay warm. Uh, You know, whatever. I love lending clothes. And um, 
But like sometimes that's not feasible. So maybe I, I think I have a new attitude about like passing things along that I'm not really using. Yeah, I get like very nostalgic about things, which is in part like why we wanted to do the sale this way. I think um, is that it's hard. It is actually hard for me to let go of stuff and like. Yeah, you were doing like a home placement. Like, yeah, like I was rehoming fostered fostered dogs. Or I was re- rehoming my items, and it was really yes. nice. Like I stood, especially the first day, that which was so crazy. Um, I stood up at the cash register for a large part of the day. Yeah, yeah. and w- like was really enjoying seeing the things that people were taking and seeing the people that were taking the things. And even Mark was saying like at one point he was really he's like I love seeing the housewares that people take yes. and like he's like I love that like that girl over there is taking the popcorn bowl and like <laughs> the, this person over there is taking you know our our set of black like salad bowls like he's like I just love it. It's so exciting. So even so we both had like honestly, really sort of good feelings after the the sale. And I feel like people were very sweet and wanted to be very sensitive about like, how are you? Are you okay? And yeah, yeah. I had so much fun. I was going out to the line because guys, if you weren't there, there was a line in New York City that went all the way down the block and then around the corner and all the way down a second block, like people waited a couple hours in some cases just to come into the store because they could only let so many people into the space at one time to shop. And we were, you know, trying to not rush people and let people take their time and look at everything. But I was having so much fun going out to the line and talking to everybody about where they came from. People came from really far away. I know. It was it was very cool. And I was having so much fun being nosy with people about what they were doing while they were in town and what else they like piggybacked onto their trip or like what brought them to town. And then they were stopping by the sale too. It was very cool to meet everyone. Yeah. And then like people from right, we met a young lady like last, the last, the very last moment of the sale. I think she was the last customer. Mm-hmm. And she had come from far Rockaway, just in Queens, but it's still <laughs> like I was thinking to myself, like she didn't fly in from Los Angeles or somewhere else in the country. And yet it's still such a far trip from far Rockaway. Well, she was so funny. She was like, well, it's in the name of the place. It's yeah. far. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, it's it is. It's really literally far. far. Yeah. Um, and it she was, was so nice to meet her. And she was like, literally the last person that we said goodbye to as we closed down the in-person portion of the sale. And I think she was like, um, if you're listening, friend, um, she was the perfect way to to wrap up the whole event because she was such a sweetheart. It was really sweet. And like the whole experience was yeah, really interesting. Like, kind of wild. Yeah, um, and you got to, like, live out a fantasy. This has been your dream to run a store. Well, yeah, but it was also wild because Liz and I built the store. Yeah. Um, And Jeremy and Anna, and like, you know, it was just, like, a couple of people, like, and Mark. Yeah. And Mark. Yeah. Um, that, because that, 
the space that we had this empty space. It was totally empty. And at the beginning of the week, like there wasn't even flooring down. It was just plywood on the floor. And, uh, and yeah, it was like really a lot of work. (laughs) It was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work. And, um, you know, I feel like sometimes I have these like ideas and then halfway into them, I'm like, what in God's name? (laughs) Why did I think that this was the idea that I should be focused on? But then, you know, I got, I, I really feel like we all got, all of us, people who came to the thing, Liz Wolf from Cure Thrift, Mark, you maybe, me, like got a lot out of it, you know? And I was really cool. Jenny Mullen came by, which yeah, is so, so cool. great. And uh, Shannon came by and bought some stuff. My friend Stacy came by. My friend Phil Morrison came by. Like I had actual friends that came and purchased yeah. items as well, which was so funny and so fun. Yeah. Eric Gurian. stopped by. Amy Sedaris came. Well, Amy is kind of how I know uh, Liz Wolf to begin right. with. Because she did a great sale with Liz. Yeah, she's done a couple of times. She's done like some sort of pop-up sales with her at Cure Thrift. And um, Liz has helped her with like selling like memorabilia and like different yeah. things that she has. And um, one of our babysitters, Tallulah, her parents also had done uh, like a pop-up sale with Liz. Right. So like I had known right. Liz through a couple of different ways. But now, of course, we're like... And we're still getting yeah, it's still going because we're still right. putting stuff out, like which is just crazy. I got a chance to tell Amy Sedaris that we well, we had followed her last sale with Kara Thrift, her last pop-up, and she sold a fireplace from her apartment, which my whole family was so familiar with from following her on Instagram and like knowing Andy Cohen. We'd seen the fireplace in so many photos over the years on her Instagram and she was selling that in the sale and we really, really wanted to buy it. But A, where would we put it? And B, how are we going to get it across the country to Los Angeles? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It never would have worked. But I was like, we really were sad that we weren't able to buy that from you because it's such a... It's, so funny. To us, it's so iconically Amy Sedaris, that fireplace. But What's the, nobody, nobody, I didn't see anyone carrying, I know people bought things from you that were large, but mostly I just saw like sold stickers on things that I guess, well, I guess your friend Stacy, my friend too, um, bought like a large piece of art from you and I saw her tote that out of the. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, the big items and the things on the walls, we asked people to pick up on Monday or sometime this week. Got it. Okay. Because it just felt like it was too much to... To like have, haul it out of there. Yeah. To haul it out of there and to have... And then there would be like a big empty space. Yeah. You know? And it would yeah, be like sure. just... It, so we just... It's weird. So that was what Liz had come up with, which I think was really smart. Um, yeah, there were some pieces of furniture that were purchased. There were some really cute nightstands that went to a new home... Um, they're picking them up this week. One of the Moroccan rugs went to a lady. Um, that was exciting. Uh, yeah, and I think all of the art sold, which is oh, so wow. cool. Um, and lots of that. We had lots of like picture frames and things too. 
I wanted one of the rugs that was there, but I, again, I was like, this is such a heavy item. Like the, getting it to Los Angeles would just be like, I wasn't putting it in my carry on, you know? No, I don't think you could do that. Right. And so then you you're getting Although, into like, I actually do think you can. I do think you can check boxes on airplanes. Oh, I know you can check boxes on airplanes because one time she's not listening to this. So I don't feel bad kind of laughing about it. But one time the Rosie O'Donnell show was going from New York to Los Angeles. This is very frequent shows go to like a new locale for like sweeps or whatever. And, um, you know, we had like kind of a tight knit group, uh, and we had a new colleague and the, I don't mean this to be mean. It was just a funny sight. We were like getting to know this woman and we didn't know her so well. And it was like the trip came up so suddenly after she had been hired that she didn't have time to like borrow luggage from anyone or whatever. And so when we all went to the baggage carousel, her bags came around, but it wasn't, it was like boxes with these like elaborate packing tape handles on them. And it was just such a funny sight when you're like trying to get to know someone and like some of them were kind of like smashed, smashed up and she was like distraught about that. But that's how I know you can uh, pack boxes because one of my colleagues brought a month's worth of luggage in boxes to Los Angeles. Oh my God. Also, I feel like, also, I feel like maybe you just FedEx it. Maybe that is something else that I have done on other shows that I have worked on where like the boss doesn't want to uh, tote their luggage through the airport. You just FedEx some outfits ahead of time. Yeah. Or you can do luggage forward. My favorite. Yes. Yes. Which is like essentially just FedExing luggage, which is yes. so funny. Um, yeah. So I suppose I could have, yeah, I could have put a giant box on and and checked it at the airport. <laughs> well, oh well. Next time. Next time. Yeah. Um, crazy. <laughs> Are you so tired? Are you just wiped out? Um, I sort of, yeah, I've, I was exhausted. Like I was really, really, really tired. Um, but, no, I mean, I feel, I don't know, no more. T- I mean, I don't know. Every <laughs> every weekend is crazy. I feel like yeah. there's always something happening. We were, we were saying, I was talking to Mark, especially, like, this gives me new respect for my husband. He does this every day. <laughs> Not exactly the same, but kind of, kind of. Like, well, he rebuilds yeah. and unbuilds a store every day and and deals with... All the questions. It's not exactly the same, obviously. Retail like, is like its own thing. Like working retail yeah. is its own beast. And like it actually is much easier when it's crazy. Anyone yeah. who works in retail will tell you. You, yeah. you prefer it to be busy as opposed yes. to being slow. Like yes. when you work retail and it's slow, the hour, the minutes drag on and you're just like... So ready for it to be over. Right. But if it's as if our it's friend very Paula busy, Tompkins famously says, if you've got time to lean, you've got time to clean. Oh my God, <laughs> Which really is funny. like what every retail manager <laughs> says really to funny. the staff. <laughs> that's really funny. 
Yeah. And you're just like, oh, great. Uh, yeah. Like, I think that probably the more, like, the sort of, like, larger exhaustion of it was all of the, like, unpacking and sorting and... Right. Um, and then... And then, yeah, like, there was, like, a lot of, there was, like, a lot of, like, emotional stuff, sort of, like, in the process of it, you know? Right. It's like, Matt right. doesn't have any attachment to anything that he sells. Right. Well, like, I didn't have that. Right. Yeah. I didn't have the same emotional. So, just from, like, the purely, like, physical aspect of it, I was like, oh, my God, I've been standing up for so long, I think I might vomit. Yeah, yeah, standing. Well, that's the thing about retail, like like standing for so long, and like you don't drink water, right? Or so you, pee. you don't, or pee, or yeah, or eat, or snack, or whatever. Like you forget all of those things when you're right when you're working like that. It's like yeah. it is. It is. It's the it's was similar to me to like shooting a long form TV show yeah. because I just what do you have mean a long where, form TV show. Like when whenever you're shooting something that's like say a reunion of oh, something oh, right, right, or right. like a where you're not going live to tape, which means like you're trying to shoot it in the amount of time that's uh -huh, the length uh -huh. of the if you're shooting something in like documentary style or whatever and you're hoping to just keep shooting till you get everything that you need, that can sometimes take like 8, 10, 12 hours with very short breaks and I just have a thing personally where I think it drags down the energy of what's happening if I sit down like I don't know if that's really true or if it's just like a superstition that I have or whatever but I never sit down when I'm shooting something and um, that's it's just a long time to stand up and never go pee yeah it, it really is it's crazy <laughs> It really is. It's really crazy. I don't mean to sound soft because I know people do this again every day. But when you don't do it every day and then suddenly you just like start doing it again, it's a long time to to never, never sit down, including on a toilet. I know. It's crazy. Well, <laughs> um, yeah. Again, it's just we'll, we'll be there's the pig pot that we're doing a raffle for. I promised you guys, I just felt like the raffle was the best way to do it yeah. so that everyone could have a shot, like enter for 10 bucks. Right. And you can buy as many raffle tickets as you want. I mean, I don't know how raffle, you know, that's how raffles work, right? Like yeah. you, you can up your chances, I guess. Up your chances. That's how it works. Um, but I just thought it was like a better way to make... Because I know so many people have been like, I really would love one of those pots. I really want one. Um, and that's, so that's up and that's live. And we're going to pick the, or the raffle will be done on Friday the 23rd. Um, and yeah, like all of those, all that money is going to the National Network of Abortion Funds. And then we're going to do like some more online clothes and things like that. And that's going to be on Cure Thrift's Instagram, I believe. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. And I'll like put it on my Instagram so people know. But just again, thanks guys for everybody being so supportive. And then like some of the bigger like furniture things like we didn't sell, like the desks and which I love both of those desks. Yeah. Um, 
but they're going to just be in Cure Thrift. Like, so if you're in the market for some nightstands, the two headboards that we had that were for sale, like one was brand new and had never been used at all. And the other one had literally barely been used by Birdie because then when we moved into the um, townhouse, it just like did not, it was just did not fit. It was like, (laughs) it was too big, Um, which is like, of course, but like, yeah. So, you know, there's like furniture stuff that I'm still, we're still selling, we're donating stuff. Like, it's like, yeah, everything's going somewhere. It's all good. (laughs) Well, I'm glad it was such a success for you. And I think that you really like, handled everything beautifully. I know that sounds weird to say, but like, I just know how hard it was. Well, I mean, I identify in a lot of ways because I left a lot of my stuff back on the East Coast and I've had to live without stuff and figure out what's important, what's not important. I've also been through like, again, brutally going through my clothes and turning stuff over. Also like going through my mom's stuff I was Mm -hmm. thinking about a lot. And there were like literally two things that I wanted to find out of all the shit my mom had in her condo. And one just wasn't there. Like it just wasn't there. And I'll never know where it went. Um, and you know, so just stuff like that. And so I've, I've been grappling with a lot of that stuff too, and like trying to handle it well and having moments where I handle it well and moments where I'm like, can feel it like bobbling a little bit in my hands, you know? And I'm like, I might, I might not be holding on to that well. So anyway, I think you handled everything really beautifully and, uh, and had like a net positive experience. I definitely would say it was net positive. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, um, yeah, I'm just kind of like, it was really fun. I think we should, I told Liz, I was like, I think we should do more of these with like multiple people and like do different racks of clothing for like different people. And, um, I think that'd be really fun. So we're going to work on that too in the future. We'll see for now. I think that'd be so cool. Yeah. yeah. For now, I'm just happy that we all got through it. And pulled it off. Pulled it off. And so many people, it was such a success. I think it could have been one day is what I will, I will say that. Um, well, the second day was Super Bowl Sunday. So we were curious about like how many people would yeah. come or if it was like good counter programming. I also think it was re- the second day was really nice because it was slower paced and had more time to like chit chat with people and, you know, and it was, yeah, it was definitely more chill and like, yeah. Uh, but, you know, we did hold some things for the second day, but like I do think a lot of the, stuff that people were sort of like very excited about was out the first day. And so people like who got in there were like, got all the stuff, you know? Yeah. (laughs) That's how it goes. That's how it always goes. But um, yeah, it was, it was fun. I had fun on the second day. Oh, I saw Chomps yesterday in the grocery store and I got so excited and I was like, I wanted to buy them, but then I was like, I have them at home, but I didn't, I just like, just like, cause I just got excited. I just got It's excited. like seeing a friend. It was like seeing a little friend and they one are of my friends. They are my friends. They're with me all the time. And one of the, um, like, I think the taco flavor was sold out and I was like, good for you chomps. <laughs> Like, and I was just like, it was just so weird that I like have such an attachment to them, but they're so delicious, you guys. 
tacos feel like a treat for me. So the taco flavored yeah. chomps is like, it's a treat. It's a treat if you don't know, if you're, you've heard us talk, but if you don't, chomps are like meat sticks that are healthy little snacks, a variety of flavors, every something for everyone. There's zero sugar, up to 12 grams of protein. They're made with natural ingredients you can feel good about, filled with the highest quality, sustainably sourced, 100% grass-fed meat. You can feel good about what you're snacking on. You can feel good about what you're putting in your kid's backpack to snack on. You can feel good about what you're putting in your purse to (laughs) snack on. There's nine flavors. I love the variety pack because I actually like all of the flavors. Yes. So I just highly recommend it. That 4 p.m. rolls around, my brain fog sets in, and I'm like, oh, I need a little protein. That's what I need. I need a little protein. I need a little chomp. And you can find them in the store, as Busy said, but you can also get them delivered straight to your home if that's your vibe. That's what I do. And you can subscribe for ongoing savings. Well, like I said, the reason why I didn't buy it in the store is because I have subscribed for ongoing savings. <laughs> and right now, uh, Chomps is offering you, our listeners, 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash best. Go to chomps.com slash best and see all of the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's chomps, C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash best. Make sure that you use our link so they know that we sent you. I got my Hungry Root shipment and it was very exciting. I was very excited for chicken in like a Korean sauce. And then I used like the lettuce and I made like little lettuce wraps with it. And it was really delicious. I have to try that one. Here's what I like about Hungry Root. It makes it very easy to grocery shop, meal plan and cook. It just saves time. You go on their website. You know, I've been trying to eat more anti-inflammation vibes. You do low carb. And they send you groceries that make it super easy. And it's less expensive than constantly eating out. You all know how into refrigerator organization I am. And I've done other meal kits. What I love about Hungry Root is they just make it so simple. I just make little sections of my fridge that are each recipe. And I put the little card right on top. So anyone in my house can go in there and be like, oh, let me get dinner started. And I put them like according to the days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So anyone can say, oh, it's five o'clock. Let me make Tuesday night's dinner and just pull it out and get it started. And it just keeps my life so organized organized. There's nothing getting lost in the back of the refrigerator or going to waste. It really, really, really cuts down on our food waste in our house. Yeah. And the great news is you can take their suggestions or you can just choose anything you want. They have fresh produce, high quality meat and seafood, pantry staples, healthy snacks, sweets, ready to eat meals. That's what I was talking about. I had like a little ready to eat meal that I paired with um, my own like, you know, fresh produce and stuff. Yeah. 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 And everything from Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It's got to taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole, trusted ingredients. Save hours planning, shopping, and cooking. Hungry Root delivers food you're going to love. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Busy Phillips is doing your best listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. What? 
Just go to HungryRoot.com slash busy to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash busy. Don't forget to use our link so they know that we are the ones that sent you. It was Super Bowl. We went home to Casa Kismet after and we could not get get the television to work. You guys, we didn't watch it. We didn't watch any of it. Were you like watching? I was watching clips on like Twitter, whatever, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. whatever. And then Busy was like sort of watching the halftime show silently through a neighbor's window. You were like, I can see across across the way Usher's on right now. (laughs) I was like, oh, he looks like he's doing good. He really doesn't age that Usher. Uh, but we yeah. were, I was just refreshing and I was like, oh my God, it's in overtime. I didn't even know overtime was possible in a football game. So uh, weird. And then like, and then, yeah. And then the, like the Taylor Swift stuff and it was all good. I mean, the, oh, the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. I still haven't watched any of the commercials. Obviously, I went straight to the internet to watch the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Also, a lot of people sent it to me and were like, I'm sure a million people have sent you this. And I'm like, it was on the Super Bowl. There's no need to send it. Like, it's it's not a secret. But, uh, but... It's really funny. <laughs> Everybody sends me everything with the same caption. I'm sure a million people have sent you this. And the answer is always, yes, a million people have sent me this. But I love that you think of me and that you want to send it to me. <laughs> Um, but I had already seen the Dunkin' Donuts commercial, obviously, even though I didn't successfully watch the Super Bowl on television. And there's one part of it that makes me laugh harder than any other, and it won't mean anything to you, Busy. But I think it's like that one unintentionally funny but hilarious part of it is that like Ben Affleck is in this ridiculous like boy band tracksuit that says Dunkings on it. And uh, there's a big banner behind him. And when he, like, tries to sort of walk off in a huff, he uh, walks into the banner. And that made me laugh so hard. But <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm guessing that that was not intentional and not acted. But it still made me laugh because I'm you from Massachusetts. So? And I don't think so. I think it, like, it looked to me like a legit thing that happened in the moment. Like, he forgot it was there and he walked into it. But maybe he's that good of an actor. Maybe I mean, I'm going to tell actor. you something. He's a really good actor. <laughs> like, I know we forget about it because he's like, he's like Ben Affleck. He's him. Yeah. Yeah. But he's really talented. The, listen, he's really talented. Also, I'm going to say Dunkin' Donuts is really talented. They did like a whole campaign that is just all kinds of like behind the scenes. Like he's like Ben was rehearsing with that Charlie D'Amelio TikTok mm-hmm, girl. Mm-hmm. Also, there was a thing where this was brilliant. This was brilliant. You know, like Ben's classic like bored face that is always a meme. But then also people take it really seriously and they're like, oh my God, he's so unhappy. He's so miserable, married to JLo, blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm like, it's just a face. He just has like resting Ben face, you know? Yeah, like yeah, that's so true. just his face. So anyway. Also though, he they, might be miserable sometimes. He we might be, know. who knows? So they took the his misery from the Grammys, his miserable face, and they had him like sitting there commenting it. And he was like, people said I was miserable. No, I was watching. I was studying. I was studying the way pop stars. 
do their craft and so so like it it was really this like they invented an entire world matt damon tom brady were also in the ad and here's why i say dunkin donuts is talented the next day as i was headed off to the airport that commercial worked on me let me stop in Dunkin' Donuts and get a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. They had full video monitors playing all of this up in, like, they got that together. In New York City, the Dunkin' Donuts I went to had a monitor just on a loop playing that ad. They were getting their money's worth out of Ben Affleck. That's impressive. And I gotta say, like, the coffee, it's consistently inconsistent. That coffee was within the Dunkin' Donuts range that I expected, and I felt great about it. And so the the advertise the advertising obviously worked on me. It was worth however many millions of dollars they well, spent. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. The amount of times that you've just said Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> has made me want a donut from Dunkin' Donuts. So. They also probably didn't need to spend the millions and millions of dollars because if they had just paid paid someone to just say Dunkin' Donuts over and over again, like you literally just talked about it for like, like six minutes straight and you probably (laughs) said- A whisper campaign. Yeah, it was a whisper (laughs) campaign. If they had just done a whisper campaign, I'd be in. I'm like, now I'm like, can I, is it rude to like, at, like to Postmates something because it's snowy and gross out and I want donuts now. Um, well, guess what? They have a Dunkin' Donuts munchkin skewer. That's what they uh, advertised in the commercial. It's a real mouthful, but it's a bunch of munchkins on a skewer and that's like the Ben Affleck product. And I, I want to say they like stick it in the top of a drink or maybe I just saw someone on TikTok doing that, but I don't know. But that's what I'd recommend trying if you're a Munchkin fan. I do love a Munchkin. I do love a Munchkin. But I just like a donut. I'm like a donut person. What kind of donut? Do you, I wouldn't know what kind of donut. We're still I like learning frosted, about each other. I like um, I like a I like a frosted with rainbow sprinkles. Always vanilla frosted rainbow sprinkles. I like a strawberry frosted with sprinkles. I like chocolate sure. glazed. I like an eclair. I like the cinnamon bun. I like the cinnamon sugar ones. Cinnamon sugar okay. cake. I like a cinnamon sugar cake. You I want a dozen mixed. Yeah, but mm, no, because then I then you're getting a coconut in there, and I don't want that. Get that out of there. <gasps> I don't want I a, love I the coconut. No, the coconut on top is so gross. It's like so. No, it's like so sugar. Like it's the sugar coconut. It's too sugar. One woman's gross is another woman's great. Well, I'm going to yuck your yum right now. No, <laughs> I don't want that in my dozen donuts. But I do, I will like, I do like an occasional, like I like a traditional like donut donut, but I do like an occasional cake donut, but only I think if it's cinnamon sugar. I think that's my, I think that's where okay. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you like them all. I do like do- I really do like donuts, but I like sweet things. Real, I have a sweet. I'm a too. donut snob because, as you know, I was a server in not a Dunkin' Donuts, but a donut restaurant, and I really aspired to get behind the scenes to make the donuts. Mm-hmm. But only boys did that in the place where we worked in the 1980s and 90s. Girls were the servers, mm-hmm. and boys were the donut makers. And the second the owner would go home, 
for the day, I would be back there so fast begging those guys to let me make donuts and make donut creations. And some of them were real disasters, but some of them were great. I think I achieved some greatness in the back room of the donut shop that I worked in. But I always wanted to, it was called Marianne's Donut Drive-In. And uh, does it still exist? I don't know. That's a really good question. It's been so long since I've been back to my hometown. If anyone works in Fitchburg, Massachusetts or lives mm-hmm. in Fitchburg, Massachusetts, let me know. There were two two separate Marianne's. And so some of my friends worked at one and a bunch of my friends worked at the one that I worked at. But I always wanted to do the jelly injector. That was my favorite. And you were supposed to like, you would take like a raised donut shell and then plunge it onto this like it was almost like a big needle, but it wasn't a needle, obviously. It was like a little tube. And then, hey girl, that we don't need odd- to wait for someone to let you know. I just Googled it and it popped right up. <laughs> oh, is it still there? <laughs> it's still there. Simply the best. <gasps> Marianne's Donut Drive. Oh, wait, wait. This is Marianne's Donut Kitchen. This is different. And this is in Pennsylvania. Oh, oh okay. Similar, All right. Different. Okay. Marianne's Donut Drive-In. Did you find it yet? It might be that it was like sold to a bigger company. Anyway, if you ever get to make a jelly donut, you plunge the jelly donut onto the jelly injector and or you plunge the like the pumper in and that automatically, the machine that we had would start the flow of jelly. And they the donut makers explained to me that you would go one, two, three, and they'll like take it off. Because that was like the perfect amount of jelly. But I was like, no, the perfect amount of jelly is a lot more jelly than you jokers are putting in here. So I would put the donut on and be like, one, two, three. And then I would take the donut off and you'd have to like transfer it to uh, whatever, like a big tray that you then put out front. The upshot is that I was putting so much jelly in the donuts that, like, the weight of the jelly would collapse out of the bottom of the donut, either before you could get it to the tray or 100% when you went to put it in the box. And they were like, girl, you're fucking up all the jelly donuts. Like, it's it's a problem. Like sometimes more is not more. And I was like, my God. But in the one case where your donut is structurally sound enough to get that amount of jelly into someone's mouth, it's perfect. So like maybe the fault is in your donut shells guys, but whatever. But I loved that donut kitchen. Well, Marianne herself passed away in 2008. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And um, I think her husband's name was Skip. And that was our boss. And that, I mean, he was, I barely ever talked to the guy. Like, all, he just, like, silently handed me an envelope of money every week. So he wasn't, like, a mean boss or anything. But we were all, um, we were all suitably scared of, like, any any adult who was our boss that we didn't try to make donuts while he was there because there just was, like... You know, that there was that div- division of labor at that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like it doesn't really exist anymore in Fitchburg, but... Aw, uh, man. R.I.P. Marianne's, if that's true. Yeah, I bet some it other, doesn't, like... It doesn't seem as though anyone carried the legacy on. However, if you go to Pennsylvania, there is definitely <laughs> a Marianne's Donuts. Oh my gosh. I loved that place. My dad used to bring me there when I was little and uh, 
like always get me a donut and a hot chocolate for a treat. But then I remember one time he like gave me, he let me have coffee that was like half milk and half coffee. And I remember my parents getting into it about that, about me oh being given goodness. coffee by my dad. Anyway, we had gone ice skating and my dad gave me coffee and then he got a real talking to by my mom. <laughs> that was like somebody, like one of Mark's friends was a principal at a middle school and yeah. this was like years ago. And this one kid was like always disruptive. Oh my God, our guest just joined us and he's drinking a Duncan. giant Dunkin' Donuts. Giant, we, just spent, we just literally spent the last like half an hour talking about Dunkin' Donuts, just donuts in general, caffeine. I was in, I was in Japan last week, which has a lot of good coffee, but I love a trashy, like a little bit sugary, like Dunkin' Latte. It just like, it's good. I'll be up till yes. 2 a.m., but it's well worth it. I love that for you. Yeah, yeah. sometimes there's nothing like that, like sugary, delicious thing. Such an addiction. I, good. I was going through a period in my life, Brian, we'll introduce you in one second, but I will just to, I'm from New England, so Dunkin' Donuts is a huge touchstone for me. Uh, I, I feel a lot of ownership and pride over the success, the national success of Dunkin' Donuts, the international success of Dunkin' Donuts. And I consider myself like a fairly intelligent person, like got good grades in school, got some scholarships, things like that. Uh, I was going through a period in my life where I was drinking probably a large Dunkin' Donuts coffee, like first thing in the morning, and then maybe an extra large iced coffee with lunch. And then wondering, <laughs> like sincerely thinking that I had like a heart condition that there was, and I went to the doctor and I was like, I'm getting like a racing heart every day. And I was working at a job that like went to like after midnight and the doctor was like, okay, like run me through your day. And I was like, okay, so I'm drinking like a bucket of coffee in the morning and then like a second bucket of coffee three hours later. And then I never go to sleep. And they were like, oh yeah, problem, problem solved. <laughs> yeah. Stop, stop having that second bucket bucket of coffee my, my my first ever panic attack was in high school when we would smoke parliament lights at the local diner and just drink gallon after gallon of coffee and i went home i had heart palpitations i like panicked about something you know like my finances at the time like student loans <laughs> and like it was it was tough yeah i think that it's interesting because i do think that one thing with like all of the mental health tiktok the is And it's so great. Like we all get, we can talk about having anxiety disorders or panic attacks or whatever. But I do think that there is something to be said to people sometimes, which is like the common sense gets missed, which is like, <laughs> um, stop taking stimulants all hours of the day. Even if you're just buying them at the corner store, like all of the coffee, Red Bull yeah. and um, cigarettes and those things are not helpful. They're just not helpful. It's not helpful for your body. That was what I was going to say is that Mark's friend was a principal at a middle school and there was this one kid that was super disruptive, always getting in trouble, always getting in trouble. And then one day, the like my our friend, the principal, was walking through the lunchroom at lunch and he was like, why do you have a monster energy drink? And his mother had been putting in a monster energy drink in his lunch every day because she thought it was juice. 
Oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> she like, did not understand, and then he was like, oh, "I think we just figured out uh, what's going on with this kid." So, like, literally, no idea. Oh I, it's my just goodness. people don't they don't think yeah it's like those two like people are like I don't know what's wrong with me I, I only drink four <laughs> monster energy drinks a day <laughs> and I'm so panicked all the time I mean it's like well we're in a country yeah. where people are dropping dead from going to Panera Bread like that that's, that's a, right that's a warning signal it's lemonade that has caffeine yeah like yeah. like eight cold brews worth of caffeine and a peach raspberry lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Which is delicious, goes down really easy. Exactly. Remember That's Jolt? A- Wait, Brian, you oh, might think you're Jolt Cola. Jolt Cola. Jolt. Oh, yeah. Jolt we would get for like sleepovers when we're like, we're raging. Oh and then what God. was the one that was outlawed? Oh, for loco, for, for loco, yeah. Which is like a similar thing, right? I for think when loco. we wanted to get real wild, we would buy no dos and ha- and wash it down with a jolt. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, guys, he joined us um, drinking his own Dunkin'. He travels the world looking for the best Dunkin'. No, I'm kidding. That's not what he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I asked, I reached out, and now we are all receiving the benefit of having Brian Kelly, the points guy, explain to us how we get the most out of these points. I just feel like I'm like not, I'm not doing the most. And I feel like yes. I should be doing Same. the most. Same. And I feel like I hear, it was like, when I posted that on Instagram, my Instagram story, it was one of the most responded to by people that I am friends with and know, and also yeah. like fans. Like, oh my God, yes, please find out. Like, cause I have Delta status, but I don't think I get, I, nothing ever happens with it. And I don't understand how to use it. And I feel the same. I feel the same about my my statuses, my credit cards, my thing. I like. I'm like, what am I doing with all these points? And I feel like we're seconds away from them, like getting rid of them altogether. So I want to capitalize are, on it. Yeah, you are not alone for sure. Which is like great job security for me as someone who's branded himself as the points guy. But like, <laughs> it's really not that complex. So I'm super excited to be here with you today, walk you through it, and hopefully just change the way you think a little bit about it. Because these programs are like super, super lucrative. And I'm an optimist. I actually would say that there's never been a better time in American history to like play the points game. Because you can earn (gasps) so many um, simply by like using the right credit cards and making sure, like making these small tweaks in your everyday life. You know, I know you fly American. You can now get elite status just from using your credit card with American, which... I do know that. I do know that. So... So for the everyday person who's not that hardened business traveler, that was like 15 years ago. You had to be business traveling three days a week to really get status. Now, like my dad, my exactly. dad was like that. But now, the in a way, the 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 uh, playing field has been leveled. In a, you know, by credit cards, and uh, but now everyone has them and knows how to doesn't know how to use them. So I'm happy to shed some light on just like the core foundations of like how you need to approach this. Okay. I don't know how much Busy wants to go into like what she does, but what I do is so simple that I feel like I can go through it in two seconds and I'm happy to share because I feel like a lot of people are similar to me. And so the only thing that I'm doing is I use an Amex, a green Amex, which by the way, Brian, last time I got my haircut, I gave it to the woman to pay the stylist. And she said, huh, 
Never saw a green one before. <laughs> and I almost that, turned to dust and died. That might be a signal I, you need a new credit card. But no, the green's actually not bad. I guess so. No, the green's not bad. But first off the bat, like anyone who, you know, Amex cards are great. The Amex gold is where it's at. Like that is the card if you want to accrue a lot of points because it's four points per dollar on dining and groceries. So all dining, your Uber Eats. There's also all sorts of like Uber credits. Um, the Amex Gold is the best points earning credit card for those, you know, of us who spend a lot going out to eat and grocery shopping. Um, pretty wow. much everyone spends there. So that's like the core card. But instead of upgrading, because if you go online today and try to upgrade your green to gold, Amex will gladly do it, but they will not give you the points. So what you're going to want to do is apply as a new card holder. You'll get like 60,000 points. I think that's the current sign up bonus on the gold card. If you have a friend who has an Amex Gold, what you should do is say, hey, refer me. In their Amex app, they can send you. And sometimes the referral is actually higher than what you'll get online. Of course, everyone listening, go to thepointsguy.com. We have, you know, that's our whole business. If you want to, you know, compare and contrast offers. But truthfully, if you have a friend with an Amex Gold, say, hey, shoot me a referral. They'll get like 15,000, 20,000 points, which is a couple hundred dollars worth of value. And you'll usually get the very best offer out there. Um, Okay. Yeah. So that's the first step is like upgrading the core cards and like looking at like where you spend the most money and then getting cards. So wait, is gold and platinum the same with AMX? No. So platinum is like the highest, the most expensive card. Um, Interestingly, you earn five points per dollar on airfare, which is a pretty limited category. I mean, it's nice. It's Uh it's but you earn one point per dollar on everything else. So it's kind of funny when I go out to dinner and I see my friends with their Amex Platinum throwing it down at dinner. I'm like, oh, and they, they're so proud because they're like, I got the best Amex, right? It's the top dog. And I'm like, well, actually, you'd be earning 400%, 4X more points by using the cheaper gold card. Wait, so, because wait, listen, because I have gold and platinum. So always but I use, use gold. Yeah. So your biggest Dang mis- it. Your biggest mistake is that you're using platinum. Use gold for all of those like dining. You're leaving. All I do is eat. Yeah. (laughs) So always use your gold card. Who cares? You know, some people are like, oh, well, I think the platinum looks nicer. Who cares? I think it's actually like if I'm on a first date with someone and like he throws down a gold card, I'm like, oh, like I'm I'm into this because you know the game, right? So the gold card is also good. The Chase Sapphire Reserve is 3X on travel and dining. So that's another good one to have. But in the Amex world, gold is supreme, which most people don't realize. Oh, my. Brian, this will has you been come amazing. back to that hairstylist with me and we'll find out if she has a platinum card and then we'll be like, in your face, gold is better. <laughs> well, I just, I want to see her face when you tell her that her credit card sucks too. Yes, I will be, I will gladly like shame them. No, well, interestingly, so <laughs> let's talk about getting your hair cut and like all these things like that are not travel or dining that you spend your money on. So you want to get a credit card for your day-to-day spend that is two points per dollar. So there's a Capital One Venture card. So in a good points earning strategy on like all the random categories, you're shopping for clothes, furniture, whatever. There are no credit cards that have like, you know, 2X at the doctor's office. But Capital One Venture is 2X on every single purchase. So what I like to teach people is use a Venture card. Um, or a Chase Freedom Unlimited is one and a half. That's a good base card. Use that for your everyday spend. And then you use your gold for, uh, you know, groceries and dining. You use your uh, Chase Sapphire Reserve is travel and dine, 3X. But travel and dining includes Uber, 
hotels, Airbnbs. It's a much larger category. So the goal. Wait, which one is that? The Chase Sapphire? Yeah, Chase Sapphire Reserve is three points per dollar on all travel and dining. But the cool thing about travel with Chase is that it includes like MTA, New York Transit, includes Uber, parking, tolls. Oh, wow. Yeah. So anyone are you literally writing all this down? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who pays to park in New York, I mean, you should be getting three or in any city. This is not just New York. Um, you, you can be getting triple points. But like even my garage yeah. points, yeah. I would get triple points? Triple on your garage, <gasps> especially, in, you know, I park in New York City and it's Me expensive. Too. So all of a sudden- It's so like, expensive. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> and, I can't believe this is like the most interesting and thing of all and, time. And here's a, a huge one. And full disclosure, I helped found this company during the pandemic This is the first credit card you can earn points on rent with no fee. So the card has no annual fee. And there's, you know, most of the time, if you ever tried to pay rent with the credit card, there's like a 3% processing fee, which kind of negates the value of any of those points. Right. Built, B-I-L-T, Built Rewards is a new credit card. It actually takes the money out of your checking account as if you were going to write a check or Venmo and you can pay your rent. There's a lot of big buildings around the city where you pay directly, even if you have a 90-year-old landlord who wants a check, Bill, you can pay your rent via check in the portal and you earn points, up to 100,000 points a year for rent, which is so many people, it's like your biggest expense. And Bill points, when I tell you they are the most valuable points out there, you can transfer to American Airlines, United, Hyatt, Emirates, Air France, like so many strong partner transfer partners. And Bill also gives three points on dining and two X on travel. So I would go as far to say, if you want a credit card with like no annual fee, you can earn points on rent, travel and dining. The built uh, MasterCard is like the absolute no brainer. Hmm. <sighs> and you helped that them was... because they came to you because they were like, we want to hack this system yeah. too. <laughs> we want to help I, people. I, said, I you know, the, the founder, Encore, who's like a successful, he's sold companies to Tinder. He's brilliant. He's like, you know, uh-huh. he's like millennial and Gen Z. Everyone's spending their money on rent. You can't earn points. He's like, I think I have a way right. to convince, you know, MasterCard to let us uh, to let us run those transactions. And he negotiated it. And like three years ago, it launched. We're now, uh, we just announced uh, like the company's worth over $3 billion. And it's like one of the fastest growing credit card companies out there because, you know, it solved a huge issue. Like so many people, you know, consider it throwing money away, paying rent, but now. Right. And interestingly, and how credit all works and why I love doing what I do is getting new credit cards. I know a lot of people out there might be like wincing right now, like, oh, this like hurts your credit. If I get a new credit card, that's wrong. The more credit you have, I have 28 credit cards. I pay them off maniacally in full every month. I don't recommend everyone getting 28 cards, but my credit score is near perfect. Because when you actually research what goes into your FICO score, the more available credit you have and the less that you use, it's called utilization. So if you've only got one credit card account and like every month you're spending a couple thousand, um, it looks like you're spending a large portion of what's available to you. So I think the beauty of this whole credit card points game, not only do you, as you get more credit cards, you rake in huge sign-up bonuses, all of a sudden you're maximizing every single dollar. So you're just generating more and more points, but your credit score also goes up as long as you pay your bills on time and in full every month. So you avoid paying interest, you pay your bills off, and then the more available credit you have to you and the less that you're using, your score goes up. So it's kind of 
this brilliant way to, you know, maximize the system, you know, and that's what I love. You don't have to be a millionaire. You don't have to be making high six figures. I have tons of college students who follow me who are really smart about their finances and, you know, they're traveling in business class to study abroad. So the game can be played by pretty much anyone. And um, yeah, it's a no brainer in my opinion. Wild grain, wild grain. I love you, wild grain. <laughs> Is that a good one? <laughs> I love you, yeah. wild grain. Oh my God, I love that this episode of Busy Phillips is doing her best. That it's brought to you by Wild Grain because <laughs> we love Wild Grain. Wild Grain's the I- first ever Bake from Frozen subscription box, guys. Sourdough breads, fresh pastas, artisanal pastries. Everything that you get will bake from frozen in 25 minutes or less. Most of it, much less. And there's no thawing required. You take it from the freezer. You pop it in. I use a toaster oven for most of it because I don't... I mean, even actually the loaf of bread. Right, you don't need in the toaster oven. oven. Yes. Yeah. And you don't thaw it out. It is like just ready to go. It's like right on the oven rack for a lot of things. Yeah. Exactly. I just baked a loaf of multigrain bread. It was super easy. Popped it in there. Honestly, just set the timer. My house started smelling delicious. I'm like, wait, what is that? Oh, right. It's the bread. (laughs) And I want to say, I've mentioned that like I try to keep track of my carbs. I use them on wild grain products because I've just made a vow to myself. If I'm going to eat bread or cookies or pasta. I want it to be this really fresh, delicious, warm, high quality. And so last night I had wild grain cookies that I put in the oven. So I had a wild grain cookie right before I went to bed and had the best night of my life. Wow. I mean, (laughs) here's the other thing. And you know, I've talked about this before. They have this like fermentation process that they use on their bread. And it really is, it really helps my tummy. Like it feels good. It's yes, like feels good. I don't I feel the... like heavy or like weighed down by eating bread, which sometimes I can depending right. on where I get the bread from. You know what I mean? But wild grain. Right. The other day we had like walnut sourdough mm. bread and it was so delicious and such a treat and it did not bother my stomach or make me sneeze at it's all. kind of the greatest. Also, now you can fully customize the wild grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries you like. For instance, one month we got just all pasta because my kids were just on the kick and they only just wanted that pasta and it cooks so quickly that it's my favorite thing because it's fresh pasta. It's just frozen and it cooks like in like five minutes. I'm not kidding. Um, Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box plus free croissants. In every box, you heard that right. Free croissants in every box. And they're so good. It's like a holiday every day. Every day. You have to go to wildgrain.com slash busy to start your subscription. Free croissants in every box, guys. And $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash busy. That's wildgrain.com slash busy. Or you can use promo code busy at the checkout. Oh, Blue Land. Do you know what we're talking about today with Blue Land, which makes me so happy? 
Our favorite product. The favorite product they make. (laughs) The Blue Land Sustainable Toilet Cleaner Tablet. Guys, it's going to change your life. It changed mine. You just drop it in, watch it fizz, brush, and then you flush. Because your toilet's way grosser than you think. Bacteria, viruses can actually hang around in the toilet bowl even after multiple flushes. And, you know... A lot of us are obsessed with the cleanliness of our bathrooms. Rightfully so. Right? Rightfully so. so. You know, these tablets are completely plastic-free, which is incredible. Right. Right. And Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials that are better for you and the planet, but they're powerful and they clean and they're amazing. And they smell nice and they don't smell like chemically or like you're going to pass Mm -hmm. out. That's my favorite part. If I'm being honest, like, am I glad that my toilet bowl is being disinfected? 100%. Am I glad (laughs) that it's so easy for a lazy cleaner like myself? 100%. Do I most care about the scent? Yes. Yes, Would I wear it for a cologne if I could? Yes. That's how good it smells. Listen, Guys, the other thing is that you get really beautiful. Their packaging's incredible. You get these bottles. Um, the toilet tablets sit in like a little tin. Um, that's really cute. And mine's lavender, and it just sits in my <laughs> my in my bathroom. Um, but the uh, other I like the other cleaning supplies. You get these glass spray bottles that you drop the cleaning part in. You add water because most of these cleaning supplies are like. water anyway. Right. And it's like chic. Like it looks nice. It's not like ugly, junky, like bottles with like gross labels all over it. It's like, yeah, you look good. You look good good using them, guys. It's chic. It looks good. And if if you happen to leave it out in your bathroom, it's not. No one's mad. No one's mad. I'm not mad. (laughs) Guys, we love Blue Land. I love, I really love everything that this product stands for. We have to eliminate single-use plastic. We just have to. We all have to do our best. Yeah. Okay? Like, that's just a bottom line. And so, doing it with Blue Land is incredible because their cleaning supplies work so well. And that toilet cleaner, the toilet bowl cleaner tablets, you will thank us. I'm telling you, you're gonna thank us. You're gonna love it. Blue Land has a very special offer for you, our listeners, right now. You can get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash best. You're not going to want to miss this. Blueland.com slash best for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash best to get 15% off. I have a question. Okay, so I don't pay rent. I pay a mortgage, so that probably wouldn't help me. But is there like an area in life that you find that a lot of people are, they're not taking advantage of the points they should be besides like groceries? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think once you've become a points person, you'll start realizing like there's so many ways to earn points. Um, Like for weddings, instead of giving cash, sometimes you can give gift cards. And what you'll learn is like with that Amex gold card, you know, we've all seen in supermarkets, they have gift cards that you can buy. So you can buy gift cards for like kids' birthday parties and all of a sudden you buy it on your Amex Gold and you're getting 4X points on gift cards to Target. And all of a sudden you start maximizing and buying things at places that are that are 4X. This is one that blows people's minds. So we all shop online. 
So there are what's called airline and hotel shopping portals. So for example, you know, because we were talking about American Airlines, it's called Advantage. I do that. Advantage. I do it. Yes. So you're, you are, that's, that, well done, Busy. So for those, <laughs> for those not, who are not aware, anytime you shop online, everyone repeat after me, like you must click through an airline shopping mall because what they are is they you, put a, you put a cookie on your computer. So whether you want to shop, um, Amazon is like the one retailer not on most of these portals, but any major retailer. Okay, Sephora. Sephora is a good example because my kid loves Sephora so much. Like, you know. Nike, Bergdorf, Goodman, Carhartt. uh Adidas. So you'll earn like one to like 12 miles per dollar. Actually, Valentine's Day is a perfect one. You'll earn like 30 miles per dollar spent on flowers. We all know we're getting ripped off on those flowers. But all of a sudden, you click through (laughs) the shopping portal. You put in your freaking flyer number. And let's just say flowers. I think there's a bunch of flower. FTD is like 30 miles per dollar. Um, And then those miles automatically get deposited into your American Airlines account, completely separate from the credit card that you use. So you'll also earn for the purchase the credit card points for using the credit card. And then the shopping portal is a separate batch of miles, totally free. And just by clicking one button to that retailer through the airline shopping portal. There's also a shopping portal. If you have Amex, it's Rakuten. Rakuten is like the big... I'm obsessed with Rakuten. So Rakuten is normally cash back. But if you link your Amex membership rewards account, like if you have a platinum or gold card, you can actually, instead of earning one, you know, per... uh, 1% 1% back, you can earn a membership reward point, which when we get into like the redeeming of miles, Amex membership rewards points are valued because you can transfer it to uh, airlines. So you can actually earn Amex points through Rakuten. So shop through Rakuten, shop through one of the airline shopping portals. And this is free miles that so many people are just missing out on. And it's so easy. You simply click a link through that portal and you get extra miles. You know why I also love Rakuten is because you were talking about like referral codes. When you become a member, you can do a referral code in which I I don't have like a huge social media following like busy. I mean, bigger than, you know, my mother-in-law, but like not like busy. Uh, And one time I shared my referral code somewhere and it made it so that I got like a $30 bonus, like, yep. and everybody signing up got a $30 bonus, but I got like $2,000 worth of bonuses. It yep. paid for my whole Christmas shopping that year, yep. which I was so grateful for. And I really only shared it like two times and still from that two times, like a few years later, I'm still getting people using that same referral code. And so every once in a while, I'll get a message like, you just earned $30. I'm, sh- I'm sure it's probably like joined- your, your, your high school girlfriends whose MLMs you joined, they probably used your referral yeah. link. So it's like, you know, everyone's <laughs> scratching each other's backs. Exactly. Well, I just figure like 30 bucks for me, 30 bucks for you. But it just that year, for whatever reason, it happened to add up to like $2,000 worth of credit for me, which I really appreciated because I was very underemployed that year. Yeah. I guess like for me, Brian, this is okay. So just just in in, to recap, we're using our built credit card to pay our rent. Mm hmm. We're using our platinum to buy airfare. Yes. Our AMX platinum to buy airfare. We're using our AMX gold on grocery and food. Grocery and dining, yes. Grocery and dining. Chase Sapphire, you can use 
for Ubers and parking because it's travel. And you get, how much do you get on that? Three for the Sapphire Reserve. And what people will say is, you know, a lot of these cards, a Sapphire Reserve is $550. Some people will just look at that number and be like, ugh, too much. This is what I want everyone listening. My dad told me when I was a kid, cheap is expensive. If you're going to get no annual fee credit cards, you're not going to get the points earning and the perks. We haven't really even delved too much. We're just talking about points in this conversation, but there are some perks with these credit cards that can save you thousands of dollars, like purchase protection. What people don't realize when you buy goods on an Amex, for Amex is really good with purchase protection. I bought a Montclair jacket, lost it on a trip to Iceland, and they took the $2,600 off right away. Like I didn't even have to do a police report or anything. You know, you lose a pair of sunglasses that you got on a trip when you were in the airport, immediately call. Most of these credit card companies, they don't even ask questions. They're just, they will literally just debit your account back. Um, Whoa. And also, as we all know, the airlines are a mess lately and their delays. In, in, the, in the US, there are no laws stating the airline has to compensate you. If you're lucky, they'll give you a room at the Motel 8 after waiting two hours in line. What most totally. people don't realize is that most credit cards, if your flight's delayed six or 12 hours, your credit card coverage kicks in. And the credit card companies are, are the ones with money. So as long as you put your credit card, your flight, on a credit card, and everyone should just, whatever credit card you have, people, you should understand the benefits. So it's called trip cancellation and delay coverage. It's free as long as you use that credit card to buy your flight. So whenever shit hits the fan, go to your credit card company and file a claim. They'll pay for your hotel, your rental car, if you had to buy a flight on another airline. Same thing when your luggage goes missing. The airlines are cheap. They will eventually reimburse you, but your credit card company, almost all of them have delayed and missing uh, baggage coverage. And that you can just shop away at the airport, at the marshals, wherever you are. And then you just submit to your airline, see what they reimburse. You can also submit your credit card. So always go to the credit card companies. They're the ones who have the actual cash that will reimburse you when things go wrong. You guys can't see this because it's a podcast. My mouth, my jaw is like (laughs) on the ground. Like I can't even believe that I didn't know this, I was somewhere and they had like lost or my luggage was like really delayed and I was so upset about it and the airline's like, sorry. And I'm like, I am executive platinum pro or whatever the, whatever I am. I'm like, why can't they do anything? And they're like, sorry. I didn't realize I was like talking to the wrong people. Yeah. And just so for everyone listening, if you ever check a bag and even if you don't, always, always, always put an air tag in your checked luggage. When the airlines lose your bags, some airlines are better than others with tracking, but when you have an air tag, it will pretty much tell you in real time so you know what airport it's at. I also recommend with luggage, don't have just like a black or silver bag. I have yeah, this yeah. salmon-colored Ramoa, which when I <laughs> they lost my bag in, in Switzerland, I, I showed a picture of this like salmon-colored, one-of-a-kind, because in that warehouse of missing luggage, they went instantly right. found it. So have the air tag, or at least have really interesting markings or stickers which will yeah, also yeah. help you when you're jet lag looking at the baggage belt. Like instead of trying to like, you know, double check the name on the bag tag, you can immediately spot your luggage and always take a picture of your luggage when you check it in so that if it goes missing, you immediately have the picture to show them and they can send it along with the claim. I have, I I do that. I take a, I mean, I travel a ton. So I do take a picture as I'm checking bags. Like, 
yeah. these are the four or, bags. Yeah. So we can exactly. like, um, so I know just in case, I, I also think, you know, I'm always one of those people that believes in like, if you're prepared for the worst, like knock wood, but like generally speaking, the worst doesn't happen. It's always when you're like unprepared, like, I don't know which suitcase was it? What was it? Ah! Um, oh. But wait, so those are like the top credit cards. And then and then you just have like the regular run-of-the-mill like airline yep. credit cards that you can like get. I have like an American yep. MasterCard, I think. I don't know. That's just like that earns points from so, so the, the airline foundation, itself. Yeah. So the strictly looking at it from a points, and I, I think we didn't finish our thought the base card is the Capital oh. One Venture X for like all earn because that's 2X. So between Capital One Venture X, oh. Chase Sapphire Reserve, Amex Gold, Amex Platinum, and Built, you're covering a lot of your bases. And the beauty of each of those credit cards is, unlike airline or hotel cards, where when you use that card, you're only earning one, say, Delta mile or one singular American Airlines mile. Those programs are amazing. We call them transferable points programs because the Amex program, you can transfer those Amex points to over 30 different airlines. And to win at points when it comes time to use them, what the biggest mistake so many people make is I fly Delta, I have a Delta Co brand, everything's Delta, 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 Delta. Then they come, people will come to me and be like, but I want to fly that Emirates flight to Milan. How do I do it, Brian? And I'm like, you can't because you have accrued one singular pretty useless currency. And you can't transfer Delta to Emirates, for example. So what I tell people is the programs we just mentioned, all of those programs transfer to Emirates. So if you had Amex, Chase, Built Points, you can transfer one-to-one to to Emirates. I'm flying that A380 flight. If you've never flown it, they fly, Emirates flies New York to Milan and Dubai, obviously, and and Athens. But it's 87,000 miles and a hundred bucks to fly first class, which has unlimited sh- Dom Perignon. What? Um, Emirates has unlimited caviar and the shower. So this is where like the math gets really interesting. So when you know how to like redeem your points, so think about it, 87,000. I don't know how to redeem points. I don't know how so to do people, any of it. But it's, it's so easy. And I'll teach you like the foundations. The biggest foundation is earning points into really valuable currencies. So, you know, you're already earning Amex points and those you can transfer to so many different partners. So on to, I think we should just get into like how to redeem points because everyone's like, yes. oh, actually, yeah. let me just finish the point on the co-branded card. So like, it's okay to have an airline co-brand if it gets you into an airline lounge. If you're spending on that card in order to get elite status and that elite status really gets you upgraded and which by the way, most mid and lower level elite status these days, you're not going to get the first class upgrade. You know, you might board somewhat early. So what I would caution people is instead of like blindly accruing like Delta, American, Marriott, whatever it is, you want to accrue points where you have a zillion options when it comes time to redeem. Because when people come to me and they've got a ton of Amex and Chase points, there is nowhere in the world you cannot go. It's almost like overwhelming when you have these transferable points because there's so many options. But, right. but once you start understanding the really valuable transfer partners, um, and the biggest tip I have is that in America, because we have so many, uh, and I think anyone who flies Delta, American, or United will, will notice over the last 10 years, the amount of miles needed to fly is insane. Like insane. you used to- be, Delta you, is like, Delta first class, 
from um, LA to New York or New York to LA or whatever. I was looking the other, it was like 380,000 points. And I was like, in what fucking world? Yep. And let's take that example one way, 300,000. When you have Amex points, you could transfer, like I said, 87,000 miles, one way Emirates first class, New York, Milan. So for the same price, you could get over three one way Emirates first class flights to Europe for the same price as one Delta business class to LA. That's when Whoa. people start doing the math and they're like, wait a minute, why am I only accruing? And trust me, Delta points aren't, Delta miles are not useless, but of all yeah. the currencies out there, they're probably in the very bottom quartile. Because what's happened is the US airlines, you know, they've gotten kind of greedy, like, and they've just conditioned us, right? Every year it gets a little more, a little more expensive. The joy of foreign frequent flyer programs are, in Dubai, for example, they don't have as many credit cards as the U.S. So if Emirates were to all of a sudden start charging 500,000 miles each way, there would be a mutiny. Because right. people in Dubai would be like, we don't have these credit cards to, you know what I mean? So, and same thing like Air France. And in Europe, they don't have the points bonanza that we have in the U.S. So what I tell people to play the game is you earn tons of points here. You maximize our credit card system, but you don't squander those points with American Airlines you know, the U.S. airlines, because A, they're going to charge you a ton. And frankly, the experience is not that great. I like redeeming. Right. I just flew to Japan last week on Japan Airlines. Absolutely <gasps> exquisite sushi tasting. Mm -hmm. Flight attendants who welcome you and are so happy to have you. Like, you know, you compare that to a lot of uh, the U.S. airlines that are like chicken or beef out of my way, you know, like. Chicken or beef, if you're lucky. If you're I got lucky. some pretzels <laughs> or pop chips. So, so the goal is accrue, but then redeem in foreign frequent flyer programs. And this is where it gets like a, a little bit confusing, but like Air Canada Aeroplan is one of the best loyalty programs out there. Um, like my friend who met me in Japan, he wanted to actually fly. He, he flew United home, but it was only 75,000 miles via Aeroplan. And that same flight on United was almost 100,000 miles, which was actually low for United. So the thing is... Wait, so you can like book through other exactly. airlines things, right? Because let me just tell you something, Brian. My daughter's in boarding school this year in Sweden, which let, you know who doesn't fly to Sweden? Um, American. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but also... Um, but we, it's in the name. It's in the name. <laughs> but SAS is like the, the airline yep. that you have to fly to Scandinavia, basically. And so we all signed up for that frequent flyer program. But that transfers back to, I think, Delta. Because I think well, I get, I think well, the status S is like. Well, so this is what I would recommend. So SAS is Star Alliance, which teams up with uh -huh. United and Aeroplan, the one that I just mentioned. And oh. Aeroplan, you can transfer your Amex points to Aeroplan to fly to Sweden nonstop. So the, the most difficult part is finding availability. So this is where people, because yes. who's got the time to sit there and go day by day by day? What I'm excited to share, what I'm excited to share with you, this is an app that's going to change your mind or change the <gasps> way you, you do points. It's kind of, it's still kind of in like the frequent flyer inner circle, but it, so the website is seats.aero, seats.aero. And this is a really amazing tool. I pay, it's like $5 a month or $10 a month for their pro version. But what this app does, it's, you know, you, you can put New York to Stockholm using, uh, you, you can put Air Canada Aeroplan 
And over mm-hmm. the next year, it'll show you, you can then sort by business class nonstop on the SAS flight, and it'll show you a calendar of dates that has business class availability. So instead of trial and error or hoping, you know, because you'll go on, what happens is people will go on once, like one day this summer, you'll be like, let me see if there's any availability. You won't see it. You give up, right? What you can do is put like JFK to Stockholm and you can sort by coach, by business, and it'll actually just show you all the days that there's business class availability. And if there's not, say you want to fly over a certain week, this is what I recommend. You set alerts. So you can set alerts for multiple dates. And the airlines Ooh. nowadays, they release award seats. And even up until the days, up until departure. So this is what I recommend people. Say you really want to go away. You can book a connecting flight, um, say via Frankfurt. Lufthansa has tons of availability. Not ideal. You want to fly nonstop to Stockholm. But you set mm-hmm. an alert so that when SAS does release that business class ticket, you can get a text message. And then you go online to Aeroplane. You can change your award from that connecting through Frankfurt. And this is like what experts do. And the airlines, one of the beautiful things of COVID is that they now let you change your flights for free when you use frequent flyer miles. So you can keep changing and tweaking that flight and then changing it again when the nonstop opens. And that's what being like kind of savvy and, and flexible. And that's why like these frequent flyer programs are just amazing because you can keep changing your flight for free or very, very nominal fee versus when you buy a ticket and you want to go with another airline, you're going to get a voucher that you may not use. So more than ever, right. points are really valuable. And I'll just say they're like an insurance policy. If you're traveling abroad, you need to get home due to family emergency. Last minute tickets are through the roof. And almost always you can find award ticket availability when you have a bunch of, and especially when you have a Chase and Amex built points where you can transfer to a bunch of different partners, you will become, it gives you a peace of mind traveling, knowing that you can burn some points and be anywhere in the world for free, basically. So you're saying, so, but you're saying like your biggest, like you're saying to essentially use the points from the credit cards that are like the transferable points. Yep spread them out across the airlines. Don't focus on the American-based airlines because they're just not Because they're deep, deep, yes. So for example, um, let's just say JFK to Stockholm on United, Uh they charge, if you can find the same seat that you can book via Aeroplan for, I think, 60,000 points, United charges 88. So- they're like the US programs charge more for the same price. So that's why in almost every circumstance, transferring to the foreign programs saves you a huge amount. Now But and so Aeroplan though, what is what is Aeroplan? Aeroplan is Air Canada's <laughs> loyalty program. It gets even uh-huh. better. It gets even better because a lot of these uh credit card companies have what's called transfer bonuses. Chase just had a 20% bonus to Aeroplan. So when you think about it, it actually, when you get to, that, but that means if you transfer 100,000 chase points, you're getting 120,000 aeroplan. So you wow. can maximize these transfer bonuses and then the reduced redemption rates. Like this is where all of a sudden your points that you thought might not be able to get you like even one round trip, you're like, wait a minute, I'm juicing these out. You know, another loyalty program that's amazing is Air France Flying Blue. You can go on so many days this summer business class and Air France's business class is fabulous. They have redone mm-hmm. it. Beautiful suites, 50,000 points one way on so many dates to Europe this summer. I'm going to go see Taylor Swift in Lisbon. And I had tons of different options. I now travel with a nanny and a baby. And it's like, I, 
will book things. I'll just, especially because you can get the points back for free or like 50 bucks, depending on the program. I'll book flights just to have it when I see them open up as like backup policies. Um, so yes, I know it sounds wow. complex. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, listen, guys, we've talked about it before. We'll talk about it again. One thing that is very important in our lives is therapy and my Your relationship mental health. and mental health and uh, my relationship to therapy ebbs and flows. It shifts and therapy can definitely be a place where you work through challenges that you face in relationships. It can be a place where you figure things out that you need to figure out. And I think that it's helpful for learning coping skills, things like how to set boundaries, a thing I didn't even know about. Yeah. (laughs) And it could be a lot of areas where you think you're doing okay and maybe you're not, or you also might truly be doing okay, but need some of these skills to cope when things come up. And that's where BetterHelp really comes in handy for me. Yeah. I think if you're thinking of starting therapy, BetterHelp is a great place to try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule. BetterHelp wants to make therapy accessible and easy for anyone who wants to give it a go. You fill out a brief questionnaire. They will match you with a licensed therapist. So you know you're seeing somebody who is a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And you may not ever want to. You may have somebody that you really connect with and you want to just stick with that person. And that's amazing too. Or if it's not working out and you think that there might be someone out there who's a better fit for you, that is no shame and it's no problem. No problem at all. BetterHelp just wants to help you get the help that you need or want or maybe have been looking for in any way. So I just think if you're like a person who's like, I've been trying to think about doing therapy again, but like, I don't even know where to start and it's hard and it's hard to find someone. This is where BetterHelp, yeah, BetterHelp was designed for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. You should be the person (laughs) that you like spending the most time with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Visit betterhelp.com slash busy today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash busy. Thrive Cosmetics. Listen, I almost think that we don't need to do this ad today because we spent like the first (laughs) 20 minutes of the podcast talking about Thrive Cosmetics, but... There's something really important I want to talk about. We have about to. Thrive Cosmetics. You know that Busy and I love the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Have you seen that they have new limited edition colors? I mean, I am very excited. Mine haven't come yet, though. 
Oh my God. Did I'm you get waiting. yours? I didn't no, get I it. I haven't got mine yet. Oh, okay. I have okay. to order today. I have to put in my order today because I want the green liquid lash extensions mascara so bad. I can, I can taste it. Same. Not taste the mascara. I can taste no. how bad I want it. Don't yeah. taste the mascara, guys. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's on my eyes right now. I, so many, so frequently, I go onto my Instagram and I see and people are like, wait, girl, what is that mascara? Your lashes, blah, blah. I'm like, guys, it's just the Thrive. It's literally just Thrive Cosmetics. And the other thing that I love is that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Like, that is part of the reason why they started this business was to be able to give back. They donate to a bunch of worthy causes, things that are totally aligned with things that we care about. And they've got just incredible products. The Brilliant Eye Brightener, the Sheer Strength Lip Pumping Peptide Gloss I love. Love. And of course, guys, again, Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara, which is the holy grail as far as I'm concerned of mascara at this moment in time. This is it. This is it for her. This is all I need in my life. If I could have two things, two items in my purse at all times, it would be liquid lash extensions, mascara, and my phone. (laughs) I think I'd be good. I think that's all I need in life. Those are your desert island That's my desert island. I mean, do I have a charger? No. But... But it's that good, and it's something that I'm going to spend money on anyway, and maybe sometimes feel a little like, oh, should I be spending this money? Yes, uh, you should. You deserve it. You deserve to feel good and look good. This mascara works so well for me, and also my eyelashes feel like they're in better condition after I take it off. Than I agree. Before. I would say I think my eyelashes are genuinely healthier now since I started using this mascara like a year ago. I'm not kidding. Yeah. So there's that. And then also, like, you can actually feel good about it because some of the money is going to help other deserving people. So it's a win-win-win in my book. I agree. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash best for 20% off your first order. We love you, Thrive. Oh my God, I love them so much. (laughs) I really do. (laughs) What if you're like me and you're just a mess and you have so many different, um, like I just, I just looked while we're, while we're talking. Cause I'm like, I just, when I have you here, I should just look. Well, this is, this is what I wanted to talk about a little bit too busy is like, do you have any advice for someone for whom the barrier might be like psychological, like intimidation? Yeah. Just feeling like it's too much. It's too complex for me to figure out. I'm trying to keep it simple. Yeah. For those people and people who don't want to deal with this at all, at the very minimum, just get cash back because the city double cash card, no annual fee, and you're getting 2% back on all of your spend. So at a very minimum, that's your baseline. Like I want people to be getting value back. Now, right. putting it into perspective, $100,000 spent on a 2% cash back card is 2000 bucks. Not bad. I mean, no one will scoff at that. 
But $100,000 spent on your Amex Gold when, say, 10000 of that was groceries and dining. So that's 40000 Like that 100000 in spend might be 200,000 points. That's two round-trip business class tickets. So my question to that person is, yes, this is a little bit complex to learn the ins and outs. I can assure anyone, the beauty of what I'm explaining has been written by, you know, I founded the Points Guy. We've got 50 writers that cover this every day. You can sit down today and I highly recommend to everyone, just Google. If you have if you have Delta miles, American, Google, how to maximize X miles. And there will be tons of bloggers who have done step-by-step tutorials on, I also recommend sweet spots. So American Airlines miles, sweet spots. I'm going to the Maldives next week, flying Qatar Airways for 70,000 AA miles, one-way business class to the Maldives. It's like a $7,000 ticket. So like... Each of these award programs has their like real, and it's 60,000 miles uh, to go to Japan using American Airlines, only when, you know, when flying their partner airlines, which are better than American. So what I would say to people is, would you rather have $2,000 or two round trip business class flights? I think most people would rather have $10,000 worth of flights than 2,000 cash. Some people might not. Some people might say, I hate traveling, but at the very minimum, make sure you're getting cash back. You get that cash. And I want to say two things too. And I'm, I'm a novice at this and I'm just now starting to figure out like the advantages of a high yield savings account as opposed to a low pitiful yield savings account (laughs) and how easy it was to move my savings. The first thing is one, you deserve this. You deserve to, Take advantage of the systems that are put in place to be taken advantage of. You deserve it. You deserve to have some nice things for money that you're already spending and you don't have to be like a high roller to get these perks and these bonuses. The second thing is, and I'm talking to you and you know who you are, if you can figure out all the ins and outs of when and how Tom Sandoval cheated on Ariana when it happened and who it happened to and how it happened, if you're keeping track of every housewife's business, if you're keeping track of all the Vanderpump Rules gang, you can keep a little track of which credit cards are the best things to use to spend for food versus rent versus office supplies totally. for your own self. And I will admit, like, you know, every we all connect with people like influencers that like speak our language. I totally admit, like my, I'm a super luxury guy, but there are so many bloggers, you know, in the, especially female points bloggers who I love at points by J is one of my favorites. She breaks it down in super easy to understand like format. She's super relatable. There's also Janelle on a jet. She's a Delta girly, but she breaks it down in a really fun way. So there are all these really, and I love, like people will think, oh, these people are coming for you, Brian. I'm obsessed with this new crop of young influencers. Like I, there is yeah, so also, much. Also like Brian's doing fine. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> there's plenty, there's plenty of. Like, I appreciate, I appreciate a person who's like. There's plenty of room for all of yeah. us to succeed. I, because, yeah, yeah I, I, I see, I see you, Brian, and I yeah. get it. And you yeah. were, and you, and no matter what, you know, you were the, you You're know, the, you I were mean. the one. <laughs> original. You already, Brian. you made the mark. But like, I love that you're like, there is room, there is space, and yeah. like that is that is true. It is true. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, those are some good hot tips. So I'm just like, 
I don't even understand. I just signed up for Aeroplan right now. Just, <laughs> I'm telling I'm like you. Looking, I was looking at my emails and I'm like, wait, I have taken so many Air Canada flights because of like traveling to Canada for work. I never had a frequent flyer number. <gasps> that's so embarrassing. Well, that's another tip to anyone listening. Always put a frequent flyer number when you fly. And so many airlines have partners. So um, always look to see if you can credit that um flight to a different partner where you might have miles. Right. Um, I'm, I'm looking up Newark to Stockholm. There's actually only one business class seat available on April 12th, and it's 60,000 uh, aeroplan miles, Newark mm-hmm. to Stockholm. But th- that's just putting it in perspective. 60,000 points. Um, there's not many this summer, so... Like, I'm just going well, summer, on I don't care. There. She's in school. Oh, right. You know, like, <laughs> well, it's if you, like... It's, if you want to go to Newark, yeah. Stockholm, 60,000 points, business class nonstop. But um, the seats.arrowtool is really cool once you, like, learn. There's a whole tutorial on it. Oh, actually, and we haven't really talked about um, hotel points, which hotels are really expensive what? these days. They're really expensive. Wait, you, you can use points for hotels, too. Of course you can. Of course you can. Um, <laughs> Max, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, chase points, you can transfer. Hyatt points are like generally like the most valuable. Um, oh, I do have Hyatt. I have points. I have Hyatt. Whatever. Well, the problem is like a lot of times, a lot of times, um, like for example, the Park Hyatt Kyoto is like $2,500 a night. It's one of the nicest hotels, like points hotels out there. But just like airline tickets, like you, finding availability can be difficult. And the Hyatt website's tricky. It'll show like there's points availability, but then when you click through, there aren't. So there's a website called maxmypoint.com and you can type in the hotel name and let's just put like Park Hyatt Paris, which is like one of like the best redemptions for um, for Hyatt points. You can actually look on a calendar view. It'll show you all the days where you can use just 35 or 45,000 points and it'll show you the cash price of that room. So I'm just looking like February 20th, it's 35,000 points a night for a $1,500 room. That's like getting five cents per point in value. So like this is how you maximize points. So there's all sorts of like really amazing resorts that where you can use your points. Maximypoint.com will let you, you know, search throughout a year to see when there's availability. And then I like to tell people like plan your trips around when you can get the best redemptions when possible. That's really good advice. So how, can I ask how much do you like, do you block out some time in the beginning of the year where you just try to plan out your year? It's interesting. Like I go in blocks, like I didn't travel that much Q4, but this quarter I was like, I want to go to Tokyo. I haven't really been to Asia proper since the pandemic. And, um, yeah. and now I'm for my birthdays in March of every year. So I, I usually go away for a couple of weeks. So I'm like, but I, I, I let the award inventory. I'm flying Emirates first class to Milan, spending time with friends there, going to Madrid, and then Abu Dhabi, then Maldives, like all on points. And for me, I'm like, I, and I have so many points. And especially for the small business owners out there, getting small business credit cards will double or triple like the rate at which you earn points. And here's a little tip for any of my entrepreneur friends, or if you run a business that does Facebook or Google ads, the Amex business gold card. Listen here, it gives four points per dollar on all internet spend. So if you're running Facebook ads and you're getting reimbursed or, you know, your company 
So part of the points guy when I sold it is that I got to still put all of the expense on the company on my credit cards because I needed to create points. Um, right. So we do a lot of internet advertising. So I have like multiple Amex gold cards where I'm earning 4X points on like hundreds and hundreds of thousand dollars of spend. The Chase Inc. card also gives 3X on, on internet spending. So make sure you're maximizing not just your personal spend, but also small business spend. You know, there's a Capital One Venture X business card that has like a 300,000 point signup bonus right now. You have to spend right. a bunch on it. So small business credit, and you don't have to have like a huge small business. You can be an Etsy. You can have like a sole proprietorship, apply with your personal social security number to get a small business credit card. You can have even a concept of a business to get small business credit cards if you catch my drift. I catch your Wow. Drift. You know how I know your message is really spreading? Because here's a change that I've noticed culturally since the points guy has become a thing. Remember how everybody used to sort of tussle over who was going to put their credit card down in a restaurant? No more. People <laughs> will break their arm trying to get their credit card out of their wallet to be like, I'll get it. I'll get it. You just all, everybody Venmo me. Everybody is so eager to put their damn card down to cover a $600 restaurant bill. Yeah. And I'm like, this is because of Brian, the points <laughs> guy. Because like they know. People will still tag me when there's like seven sapphire reserves around the table like it's it's like <laughs> proud proud dad moment i mean i love it i do too i just like yeah i think i always am like have such a hard time figuring out the like getting the most for my points so i think that like max my is it max my point.com yes that's points? the one for hotel points and then seats oh, arrows the one that really and also roam r-o-a-m-e dot travel that's another tool that will help you kind of you got to learn how to use technology to like find the best deals and you got to be a little bit flexible but it's like the same thing as finding like good fair deals which for anyone listening Google Flights, if you don't know how to maximize, work your way around Google Flights, take a little bit of time. That's how you find the cheapest airfare. And Google Flights has a really cool feature called Explore. So google.com slash flights, that's where you can search. You know, you want to go to Miami, you can search. It'll show you a calendar. You can, you know, sort by business class nonstop. A really fun feature is the Explore map. So you can actually put, like, say you're in New York City, it's horribly cold, March. You want to go away for a weekend in March, the Caribbean. You can just put New York City to Caribbean, nonstop flights, and it'll show you a map of the Caribbean and you can see the cheapest islands where to go. And sometimes you'll be like, oh, Turks. Like I looked the other week and Turks was like $240, like on JetBlue, which is actually, I'll even fly JetBlue and coach sometimes because, because like the leg room is. Yeah, it's similar to what the other JetBlue is my main girl. Yeah. I mean, JetBlue and an exit row is more leg room than like, a recliner seat on United on the same flight. That's like 10 times the price. But anyway, right. the explore map feature. And also a tip for people is like when you're, you can track the price of your flight when you book it because the airlines now let you rebook. A lot of them will actually let you, if the price drops enough, you can get a voucher for the difference. So even after you book, you can track the prices on your flight. Google flights will let you set an alert. Hey, if this flight price drops below this amount, a lot of times Delta is very flexible. They'll let you online switch to the lower price and give you a voucher for the difference. Southwest Airlines will always let you drop and rebook at the lower rate and give you a voucher. So just another fun way to like continue, you know, saving where you can. 
Um, this is incredible. And also I still am like, but if we have status on airlines, like it doesn't even matter. I don't know. Does so it? What are we, I'm like, what am I? I don't even know. Yeah. So I think if you're executive platinum on American, which I'm assuming you, that's what you said you were qualified for. Exec platinum. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Here. You know what I just looked on Delta? On Delta, I'm platinum medallion. And on American, I am executive platinum. So American, the the top tier status is where it's at. So for example, American will let you get system-wide upgrades. Historically, those have been the most valuable. You can buy- Yeah, but I don't even, but what are those? I know. So you can actually, they're really, so if, (laughs) if, the thing is you can buy the cheapest coach ticket and then upgrade Uh pretty much on any flight to business class. Theoretically, that sounds amazing. A cheap ticket and you're going to get business class. However, the airlines are selling out business class. So you kind of generally have to wait up until the day of departure. So if you're someone like me who like, I'm not flying internationally in economy. I'm six foot seven. I'm just like. No, you can't. So six like, foot seven. Me, but you can give them to friends or assistants, et cetera. Like you can help people. So those are generally like the best perks. But if you're flying in paid business or you're using points, my tip to most people is just be really smart about your points and then redeem for the flights that you want. Don't, you know, the elite status upgrades have gotten so hard to come by. Back in the day, 10 years ago, you could be Delta Platinum and be getting upgrades on JFK LA. That almost like never happens anymore. Yeah, never. Well, I just, Brian, some friends now that I just had the worst thing. I did not get my upgrade, which I normally am like, it's normally like paid for, the flights are paid for for me or whatever. But I was like trying to do the system-wide upgrade. I was like first on the list because they do it by status and by, and so I was like, surely I'll get the, no, no, no. Was it a humbling experience? It was only just like a bummer because I had a good seat, like in that, that first bulkhead on American, like, you know, whatever. So you have like all that leg room, but the man sitting in the middle seat next to me was like, you basically he was like why he was just wide like a football like his he physically didn't fit in the seat so it was like one of us either had to be forward or the other one had to be back and then it was just like this weird i was just uncomfortable the whole time because i was like this poor guy can't yeah his shoulders don't even and they're always going to be in those bulkheads or exit rows that's why when i'm like oh i could do an i did it recently where i was like i'm not going to pay i'll just do it was charlotte new york short flight but I was yeah. next to a linebacker and it was just like, and it's never a 90 minute flight. You're on the plane, 40 minutes boarding, right. taxi, totally. like you're totally. all of a sudden you're like, okay. So, um, I've learned, do you my, think I learned you're, my last Do time. you think your height had anything to do with you going into this as, For a, sure. as a lifestyle? For sure. I mean, no, I mean, like, I've been a schemer since like I can remember and I started. <laughs> yeah, this I mean, is my question. <laughs> I wanted to know what, like how you got into this biz. Yeah. So I, was, I love that you, I, I root for a schemer and a scammer sometimes. Yeah. I have to be honest. Well, I was if no like, one's getting hurt. I was like a closeted gay boy growing up in the Philly suburbs. I just wanted to live a fabulous <laughs> life. I was like, you know, grew up in a middle, middle, upper class family. My parents were like, you know, vacations to us were like Orlando, Outer Banks, yeah. like great, like regional. And when I was 12, my dad who traveled was like, if you can figure out how to use our points, like we'll go on a trip. And I had like just read The Firm by John Grisham and they were in the Cayman Islands <laughs> and it sounded Stop so it. fierce. <laughs> So I planned, I figured out how to send our family of six for free to the Cayman Islands. This was 1995. So this is actually, I was 12 years old. My parents and I laugh about it, but they trusted me to plan this trip. It was amazing. And so that's like every year my dad and I would bond. I would figure out how to use his points to go to Barbados or like mostly the Caribbean. 
And then it was in college when I studied abroad in Spain that I all of a sudden had elite status. And then I discovered this world called Flyer Talk, which is like kind of like Reddit for frequent flyer nerds. And that was yeah. in 2004. And I realized that there was like thousands of people around the world doing this frequent flyer game. And then moved to New York, worked in finance 07 to 10. And that's when at Morgan Stanley, I realized like my corporate card, I could get points. And all of a sudden I started scheming the HR department. I was putting all the career fairs on my corporate credit card. And everyone in HR was like, thank you. You're like, thank you for like doing all the paperwork for expenses. I was like, I got it, guys. Meanwhile, I'm like, you idiots. Like each of these expense reports is like two business class tickets. So that, and then it was, so that was like, I started the points guy in 2010 while I was at Morgan Stanley, just showing people like, you don't need to, I was making 65K a year, like broke, like paycheck to paycheck in New York, but traveling first class. I flew with Madonna one weekend. Like I was living this like double life through points. And all my friends were like, you're the points guy. So I started the points guy as just like a fun side hustle. Just And my friend was like, you should blog. You've got like an interesting point of view, taking these like really boring freaking flyer miles and then relating it to the masses. So I basically started translating flyer talk, which was the wonky world, deep underworld of freaking flyer miles to like normal people. And that's kind of like what shot me to here we are to, to hear to the to the place to where we are you, this podcast <laughs> this podcast that's it <laughs> i feel like oh i i feel gosh. like I, we're all gonna like digest this a little bit we're gonna have more questions we're gonna go to the pointsguy.com and we're gonna figure out other things there that we're gonna need to find out about right like but you have like so much information we have there. so much we have beginner's guides and then you know, at the points guy on social media, my personal travels, well, you'll see me and my cute baby traveling the world is at Brian Kelly. And I That's try to so respond cute. to DMs. Congrats on the baby, by the way. Thank we were you. planning to have you on so long ago, but then you had a baby. Yeah. Instead, which How sounds dare. more fun. Yeah. Sounds more fun. But uh, yeah, he's been to 12 countries baby. now, 12 countries in 16 months. So and he's about to check out he's, a bunch wow. more. He's 16 months. He's 16 months. So he's like yapping, talking, like he's just the cutest freaking thing. I do want to just warn you, Brian, I have two children. I traveled a ton. My daughter, Birdie, came with me on a European press tour um, before she was two years old. You will hit, you will hit an age (laughs) where you will hit an age because there's up there are, are like, it's like two and a half years about maybe like three years of time where you will prefer to not have your child with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they hit, they're, they're like when they're real little yeah. and they hit this point where it's like, no, you can't, they actually, it's really unpleasant. Yeah. Like even, even for like the most seasoned, like the joke was like Birdie was, you know, in, um, in Monte Carlo, like ordering room service yeah. <laughs> at, 18, at 18 months old. And she was just like the most adorable traveler and yeah. she could go anywhere and she was amazing and would sleep and was, and then we hit the wall. Yes. yes. And then you're like, when you hit the wall, you're like, where is, where am I going that's um, on this time zone and is less than a three hour flight yeah, away? I have heard that for sure. So enjoy it. My kids got rotten because, well, my older son, because the only traveling we ever did was with TV shows that I was working on. So, like, if you do the show from, say, Disney World and you're working on a TV show that's broadcasting from Disney World, they set you up with the most deluxe experience. And so 
the first few times my kid ever went to one of those major amusement parks was basically with a personal concierge, like yeah. taking him Spoiled. directly on every, yes, yes, yes. And then like the time we just went like regular with our own American dollars, uh, my kid was like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, now like, we know, I have though. to wait in line to talk yeah. to Geppetto? But I don't think so. Now we know that we can work it with the points and we can all have like a super VIP experience because yes. we are going to learn how to figure it out using our points. Exactly. Music to my okay. ears. Team Brian, and thank you so much for joining us, explaining so much in such a short, like, I mean, it was actually an hour, but it like feels like <laughs> it feels <laughs> like it's it's like so much information. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm happy to come back whenever. Happy to like come and do a, a status check. You can always just message me and I'll, I'll tell you, you're doing great, sweetie, or you need to make okay. a couple more tweaks. But it's a lifelong okay. process. Don't get overwhelmed, but you're already, okay. you're in a good spot. I'm proud of you. Okay, good. Good. Thank you. I'm <laughs> proud of you too. Um, Brian, Kelly, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you for having the points me. points guy, everyone. Check out all uh, of his information, but also um, if it's cool with you, Brian, I think I'm going to try to transcribe the your interview portion so that people can just Absolutely. so before you message me on Instagram asking what's that website Brian said what's that app I'm going to try to put a uh, a transcription on our Substack so that you can just read it and find it there awesome and return to it because that's what people will be like oh good good information and then like in three months, they'll be like, okay, wait, remember when the points guy was on your podcast <laughs> and he mentioned that website? I'm going to travel for the summer and I need that website. And we're like, I, I mean, okay, okay, girl. It'll, I'm going to uh, put it in a place. I'm going to find a place to put it and put it there. Okay, thank you, Brian. Thanks so much. All right, thanks, thanks for Brian. having me. Awesome. Bye-bye. Have thank a great you. Day. Have a great day. Love to you. the baby. Bye-bye, thanks. Bye-bye. Well, that was really helpful. Really useful. Wow. Lots of wow. information. I'm going to apply for that MX gold card so I don't get dissed by my hairstylist, but also it sounds like there are other benefits as well. Um, it definitely does. I think that's super interesting, the platinum V gold card in restaurants. Cause like I certainly am I, I mean, I think that's really, really interesting. Anyway, there's a lot there, guys. I'm glad we had him on. Finally, it was supposed to happen a long time ago. Then I was getting frustrated with my points and now we made it happen. Now it happened. Um, all right. Well, because it's a snow day, I'm going to have to go because I got to get back to my child. Yeah. Do you want to say real quick? I mean, you said you're doing, you've done your best at. Have I said? You've done your best. Well, I mean, I think. I don't know. What are you doing your I, best at? Well, I didn't get into an altercation with someone at the, uh, airport gate, speaking of sticking on the theme, I was, my boarding group was group D and, you know, so you have to go through like military people who need assistance, group A, B, C, D is near the end. And when they called group D, I always make it a practice to sit like exactly like right near where the little stanchions are to line up but so like I just got up and stood up but someone who was already like 
standing, crowding the gate was like, hey, there's a line. And I was like, for a second, I wanted to be like, hey, actually, there's not a line. You just made an imaginary line that doesn't exist by crowding the gate because you wanted to, like, be at the front of the line. But, like, there is no line. Like, we're getting in line now. But instead of doing that, I just was like, okay, go ahead. And then the person behind her was like, it's fun. like, just get in front of me, like, no big deal, yeah, very yeah. nicely. And I was kind of like, when someone has, like, that confrontation with you or whatever, like, I get it. Like, she felt like she was entitled to go ahead of me. And I felt like, you know, I also did some preparation here to, like, get on the plane as quickly as possible. And then, of course, it was super awkward because who was sitting directly across the aisle from me? That There's lady. a line. Yeah, there's a line, lady. And I was like, okay. Um, but it was fine. And then I noticed that she was, like, doing the sign of the cross before the plane took off. And, like, she literally crossed herself. And I was like, she's just a super anxious person. She wanted to get on really quickly. anxious flyer. She was an anxious Yeah, flyer. yeah, mm-hmm. an anxious flyer. And so, like, it, which I am as well. But... You know, it was just one of those things. But, like, for a second, I was like, am I getting into it with this lady? And then I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not. It's fine. And it, like, all worked out fine. And the one thing that was annoying is that she was, like, literally the first person in front of me. And she was the last person that was allowed to bring her carry-on on the plane because there was too much baggage on the plane. And so I had to check my bag, which did, honestly add a half hour to me like getting picked up in the end because I had to wait for my fucking bag to come on the baggage carousel. But the upside is that I met a very nice woman um, who was the daughter of Sherwood Schwartz, the uh, creator of the Brady Bunch, and her husband, who was a member of the band Wings with Paul McCartney, and we chatted the whole time we were waiting for our bags. So in the end, it was like a net positive. Uh, Because you met a new friend. I met a new friend, and we became Facebook friends, and she kept me company the whole time I waited for my my bag to come. Um, Yeah. That's really weird, though. I don't know that when people get. But that is always, in my experience in flying, whenever people are jerks, it's just because yeah. they're so uh, nervous about flying. Like, they're not good yeah. flyers. And they're like, yeah. just, they can't, or or they're drunk. They're either drunk or they're nervous. Like, yeah, there's like nothing in between. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. And I was like, I could say something, Sometimes but then both. I just... Then I just had visions of like, it's like, no, you, I never want to be the star of a viral video. You know what I mean? Like, well, no, of course not. I don't want to be. Especially not an airport one. Exactly. Those are the worst. Airport viral videos are the worst viral videos to be the star of. And I never, I never even want to be in one, whether I'm in the right or in the wrong. Like you, some of you listening might believe that like standing up. And, like, forming an imaginary line before they call your group letter or number does entitle you to get on first. Or some of you might feel like me, like, sitting near the gate and getting up when they call. I I don't know. Like, obviously, there's different schools of thought on it. Uh, But anyway, I just, that's the first thing I thought of when I was like, am I going to respond to this woman? And then I was like, no, I'm not going to because I don't want to be in a video. Also, like, it's just, it's not that deep, like... 
It's not like they were all getting on the plane. And like, had she let me go ahead of her and they had to check her bag, that might have just caused her entire world to crumble. Whereas I was better able to handle it in the moment. So there you go. Very mature. Very mature. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Um, you. What are you doing your best at? uh, I think I'm doing my best at... Well, I think I did my best at a lot of different things this week, obviously. Um... But I feel like I'm continuing to try to do my best at um, telling people exactly like what I need from them instead of being disappointed when they didn't, when it wasn't anticipatory. Do you know what I mean? Because like friends and or people that I work with or whatever, like I have a, a... I have a tendency, I think, to like not express what it is that I need. Um, and then and then I become disappointed when I don't get it because I'm like, yeah. well, they should have known. But then it's a test. There it's not it's not a fair test ever. And like we know right. that, you know? So um we do, we all know that. So right. I think right. that I've been doing my best this week, especially of just being really like open with what I have the space for. And um, and I think I was doing my best at, at, and communicating to those around me like what it is that I need from them. And then I also um, think I did my best at being present in different, because I had a bunch of different things that I did this past week that were like, very different and like different worlds Um, because I did some fashion uh, show things for fashion week and I had some time with some friends that were that was that was like necessary for me to have time with them and I have had time with Cricket and I've been on the phone with Birdie on FaceTime and I got to see you and I got to um, you know just like all these and then and then the store like the the sale and all of that stuff so like just all of these different things like I think that sometimes I I have a tendency to kind of just like put my head down and like I'm just getting through it I'm getting through it I'm getting through it you know but I feel like I was like really um able to be present and even so much so that like at the Christian Siriano show I was sitting uh next to Jay Smith Cameron and Oh, love her. Incredible. And um, Sophia Bush was right there and, and Melanie um, Linsky, who's a friend for many years. I love and all of these people. All of them. Me. I love all those girls. And I mean, well, I Jay Smith, Cameron, and I had only met like once or twice before. But anyway. Yeah. Um, but I was sitting next to her and, and we were watching the show. And I love Christian and I've known him for many years now too. And he's just such a delight and such an incredible person, designer. And anyway, and we were watching the show and I just was like sort of, I got like, very teary and like overwhelmed because and I said to and I said to uh Jay Smith Cameron who's next to me I was just like how incredible that this is our life that we get to sit here in these fancy dresses and get to see such beauty like this is the most this is I was not high I wasn't on drugs I hadn't had anything to drink (laughs) I just genuinely was like in that moment I was like how lucky, like how lucky that this is the way that this life has turned out in this moment. You know, it's not always this moment, but why don't I just like really take this moment to appreciate 
how rad it is that I get to sit here and see these beautiful princess dresses <laughs> go by while wearing my own princess dress and, you know, looking fabulous. And like, it just was all so, it felt so, it felt worth recognizing, you know? Anyway, yeah. it was really nice. So yeah, I think I'm doing my best at those things. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I'm proud of you too for not <laughs> fighting that lady. Don't ever fight a lady at an airport, guys. That's never just, fight don't a ever lady do it. Maybe airport. fight a guy. Maybe. 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 A man might be worth fighting. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But just case by case basis. Case you know? by case. Like also you never like know. just be like what like just be like um what like what I tell like like my Kids, like kids, just be what you would tell a kid in elementary school is just find an, an authority figure. If somebody, <laughs> like, you know, in an airport, like if somebody's doing that, if like it's, someone's being like a jerk or belligerent, yeah. belligerent or whatever, like just find an authority figure. Like don't even try to handle it yourself because it's like not worth it. Just like you, know you have places to be. You got to go places. Like Exactly. Just, you know just what it reminded of me of? Exactly. When someone freaks out and tries to pass you. And then you wind up next to each other at the same fucking and you red just, light. And you just wave. And I'm like, and you're like, here Hi, you are. Thumbs up. You almost, yeah, you almost busted your own ass and endangered your own life just to get at the same stoplight. We're like, we're all going to the same place. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody chill out, man. <laughs> um, all right, you guys. Well, we love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Today's Valentine's Day. We didn't even talk about it because. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? It's made up. It doesn't even exist. I tell people I love them every goddamn day, and I hope you do too. <laughs> and I just want to say there's all kinds of love in the world, and you have all of them. You have all it, of and them. you have it from us. Mm -hmm. And as Miley says, you can buy yourself flowers. I can buy myself flowers. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we'll talk to you we next you week when it's not Valentine's Day. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, no.